Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, what's going on, man? It's your boy, Young Don Travius. I want to shout out everybody on the Combat Jack show and the Loudspeaker Network. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like everybody got podcasts these days, right? So, boom, boom, keep this. I listen to all these podcasts, you know what I mean? They're high, right, they're high, right, they're cool. But, yo, my shit's more John Blaze than that. Straight up. Young Don Travius, the Daily Call with Don Travius. I'm trying to get down with Loudspeaker Network. Chris Morrow, holla at me. I tried to, t- to tell him about my podcast. I think he thought I was handing him a mixtape. He ain't trying to listen to all that. But, yo, I'm telling you, the Daily Call with Don Travius. My shit is Sean Blaze. I'm trying to be down. Loudspeaker Network. Raise the bar. Get ready for Hey, yo, Internets, this portion of the Combat Jack Show is sponsored by Bevel, the superior shaving system designed for people with coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Now, I, Combat Jack, a.k.a. Lord Bevel, support this product 100%. I've been pushing this product for the past year, two years, whatever it is. And the reason why I push it is because I stand by it. You can't go anywhere else. You could go to Harry's. You could go to Gillette's. You could go to Tom Dick and whatever the fuck their names is. You're not going to get a better shave than Bevel. So go to GetBevel.com right now. Punch in the promo code COMBAT, C-O-M-B-A-T, for 20% off your first purchases. I swear by this, over the holidays, you guys have been hitting us up on Instagram, on Twitter, all on the all on the internet's talking about how amazing your life, your quality of your life has been improved because you or your special loved one bought you a bevel kit. Go to getbevel.com, punch in promo code combat and see what all the hype is about cuz you'll get it and you'll see that there's no hype about it. getbevel.com. And now back to the show. Hey yo internet's, you are tuned in to the brand new combat jack show brand new year brand new show what's up a king how you doing sir happy new year happy new year what's up mena what up yo yo listen man internets i see y'all on my instagram and on my twitter and on my facebook and on the dms and it's like where's pete you gotta bring pete back where's pete listen like i said it's a brand new year it's a brand new show Pete is no longer on the Combat Jack show. Now, y'all niggas is asking me what happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. It's a brand new year. It's a brand new show. If you have any more questions, fuck y'all. I'm tired of this shit. I'm not asking you about your chick that left you for that Dominican nigga last year, right? Damn. I'm not in your fucking business. Mind your fucking business and listen to the goddamn show. If not, get the fuck out of here. There's other fucking podcasts you can listen to. All right. Cheers. Number two, I'm thinking of experimenting with the Combat Jack show this year. Um, I kind of like being like the sole host right now, but I kind of want to experiment. Let me know how y'all feel about rotating co-hosts. You know, I'm thinking about bringing co-hosts that may have something to do with the guests. You know, just adding a little flavor to it, having like a little round robin with the microphone. What do you think about that, A King? I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Why not? You're not just saying that? Nah, I mean, we, we started out three, went to eight or seven. 
You know what I mean? Or and, nine. And, and then people always want that 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 barbershop dialogue. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a good way to have that. You right. know, by opening up. We've been doing it for so long. We know we we our reach is, is is pretty dope. You know, we could sit around a round table with, you know, some luminaries and you know Internets. Listen up, this is year six. Six. This man. is year fucking six. Congratulations. All this all these thank you. Congratulations. Mena, what do you think about the round robin? Of, of of guest hosts, I like it. You got guest any? Co- you got any hints? Um, you know, I got a couple of, of people in mind. You know, I I don't want to nef- I don't want to name names yet, but I have a couple of a a co host like guest co hosts in mind. What's up, Samir? How you doing, man? Um, I do have somebody that I do want to bring more on as a regular, and I kind of hinted on it on Twitter last week. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this person that I've been following on Twitter for like over a year now. Her name is Genghis Kells with a Z. And she is my favorite person on Twitter. She has been consistently my favorite person on Twitter for the past year and a half. She has her own show with this chick, Sincerely Suave, called Thanks for Asking. Mm-hmm. Her tweets are the most smartest and succinct. Now, here's the reasons why I'm thinking about bringing her on. Not really as a regular, but more so regular than not. Um, she's a lawyer, as I am. She went to Cornell, as I did. She's also an ex-Marine who went to Afghanistan. So you know she put some hot ones in them <laughs> niggas' <laughs> backs. So I, want, you know, I, want, I need that element. Plus, she's representing the LBGT community. Did I say that right? LBGT? Yeah, yeah. sweets. And she's a creep. Like, she be creeping and lusting. On the low, but in plain sight, or like imagine having a chick on the team that's a creep, lusting for chicks. Like how ill is that dynamic? She came to the uh, to the VSY party. Yes, yeah, she came to the VSY party. Out. I thought she was gonna be a little weird because no. she was part. Yo, she was like the she was like the homie. Yeah, and then plus plus I feel safe with her on the team. Do, do. Because not only is she gonna fill in, I think. I mean, we gotta test her out. Right. But I think not only is she smart. Um. But she, she, she's ready to put a nigga on his back. Black guns matter. Yeah, like, black guns matter. We, <laughs> we don't have shooters. no shooter. You ain't no shooter, right, Mena? Niggas think you're a shooter, but you're not a shooter. Nah. You're not a shooter, a Listen, 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 let's just proceed with the conversation. I ain't have no fight since, uh, <laughs> it's been over 20 years. We're peaceful people. Yo, yes. imagine having a chick on the team that will push your shit back, motherfuckers. <laughs> like I said, it's a brand new year. It's a brand new show. Word. Um, I'm clapping back, niggas, in 2016. Okay. I'm having personal problems. Mm. And, you know, I've always been transparent. I don't give you the bullshit. I'm having personal problems. I've been in therapy during these past two months. I'm not fucking happy right now. Okay. I've been a good guy for the past five years. But any of you bitch-ass niggas, you mm. fuck boys, and you bitches too, with these little sly comments and shit, I'm coming for you. Niggas, mm. I'm coming for y'all. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, my goal is to be a bigger, better, gentler Reggie Osei. A happy combat jack, but right now I'm not happy. So fuck all you bitch ass niggas with your slosh shit. We're giving you great content. If you don't like it, get the fuck out of here and go across the street. Right now, the combat jack show is bigger than rap. And that's all I'm gonna say. <sighs> shout out to my Damn. niggas from Henny Palooza. I gotta shout them niggas out. Them niggas made my dream come true. When Low Key hit me and said, Yo, my G, do you wanna co host with me? On stage at Henny Palooza at Webster Hall mm. the day after Christmas. That shit was so lit. 
Man, you was there. Yes. Yo, shout out to the reggae room. I didn't go to the oh, reggae room. Easy. See, you're lucky because you had wifey with you. Right, right, right. Something told me do not go to the reggae room, nigga. There was a lot of moisture. And moisture? Yeah, very wet. It was wet? Very wet. Toon, toon, mommy, mommy, mommy. It's like <laughs> it, was, it was lit. It was lit. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. You was lit, too. I was, I was feeling nice. I read some tweet that said I was inside Webster Hall. And then I ended up outside Webster Hall. I don't, I don't remember how I ended up outside. Yeah. I was good, Dur- though. You mean during good. the... No, I was done. It was oh, done. okay. Yeah. I saw bodies on, am- on yeah, stretchers. I see niggas bodies. falling and shit and this and that. Listen, Great. all like salutes. Like I said, the, the, this past holiday season was not very happy <laughs> for your boy. That was my highlight of the holidays. Thank you, all of you guys. Low Key, Cam, Cass, Chris Styles. Uh, everybody else says it's it's like how many there's 20 Nick 20 what up, DJ Zeke DJ Zeke Mecca Mech Doc Mech. Was, Mech was killing it like 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 Corey Towns and you know it, it was, ah, shit was crazy <laughs> internets I'm a proud supporter and endorser of the Henny Palooza whenever them niggas come to your town jump run yeah, go yeah, go, go alright last thing I don't know which one of y'all came up with the Combat Jack show Hotline Bling King you did that. That was I, sir. I listen. From now on, we are open to taking your calls. I mean, not live on 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 stage because the engine room studio is not <laughs> equipped to do that. We're a fucking podcast. We pre-produce this shit. That's right. We're not live, but we're open to taking in your calls. I hear King that the, some of the messages yeah, are kind of awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, call in, man. Leave some messages, and and if your shit is off the wall, or if your shit is insightful, or you know, inspires thoughts, it's just some fuckboy shit that we want to bark <laughs> on you. Call this number three four seven. Seven four six two zero eight zero. It's the Combat Jack Show Hotline Bling. Once again, it's three four seven seven four six two zero eight zero. I don't know where the fuck we're taking this show at the end of this year. Oh, I got an announcement. Okay, I got fun. one more announcement. Yeah. Um, I'm about to partner up with. Fuck! I didn't sign the paperwork yet. Drum roll, please. Drum roll. Um, I didn't sign the paperwork yet, but I'm about to sign some paperwork right now. That's going to, exp- like, n- y'all nig, nig, you know what, you nignogs out there don't even understand the scope <laughs> of this shit. Y'all want to fire little shots and, we the best, and <laughs> Listen, y'all nignogs don't understand the scope. Like, I'm looking at fucking, like, geometrical symbols and shit like that when I'm talking about growing this podcast thing exponentially. Do you fucking niggas even understand what exponential means? Keep firing them shots, yo. Keep firing. Keep firing them shots. The Combat Jack Show is bigger than rap. And now let's get on with the show. Bumba Clyde. It's a new year. It's a new Combat Jack Show. Hey, yo, Internet, this is your boy Combat Jack. You tune into the Combat Jack Show. Listen, I'm really excited about this current guest on our show. Y'all know how I do, man. Like I said, the Combat Jack Show is bigger than rap. You know, we have a lot of rap artists. We have our politicians, we have lawyers, we have social justice warriors, and then we sometimes we have the cats that help lay the foundation for what this city is, or specifically what the city used to be. I used to hear this man's name a lot when I was in the industry with regards to the parties and the whole night. Also, some cats that I knew that kind of ran in the streets used to speak this man's name in hushed tones, man. He just had, I just read his book. It's called Peter Shoe, The Life of the Party. And to us, let's welcome to the Combat Jack Show, Mr. Peter Shoe. What's up, sir? Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm real happy to be on this show. I heard a lot about it. It's the biggest show in New York right now. 
y'all got me here. So, you know, let's rock. Let's rock, man. Peter, man, congratulations, man. You just completed your full bid of 21 years. Yeah, that's what I did. Fed time. Yeah, it wasn't easy. Either. It wasn't easy, <laughs> man. How, yo, how has the world changed for you, man? It's like it's like I'm from another planet, man. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing. And it took me a long time to realize I was home. And free, you know, I had to get my friends that, you know, that was really close to me to uh, get me back familiar with, with what this world is about, you know. I'm still having trouble with phones and computers. Yo, know? this shit is so fast, right? <laughs> yeah. This shit is like Twitter? Yes. You, you on Twitter? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that is crazy. Now, you know that shit will get you in trouble, too. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, like, yeah. there's a lot, there's, these chicks, it's not bashful no yeah, more. They coming at me hard, man. They coming it's, at you hard. Man. Be careful, because they could see, like, like. I read about your girl issues, like you used to run through them and have issues with your with your girls, nigga. Don't get caught up with the with the gram now. Nah, I can't do it now. You know, it's no secrecy no more. So, before we could dip and dab, yeah. now you know, it's like everybody knows your business. You know, everybody knows stuff. your business. So, you know, I'm you know I'm over that though. I'm I'm, I'm on the one one lady mission thing. Right. So good for you, it, man. You know? Like, how does New York feel to you, man? New York is crazy, right? Well, freedom is, feels good. First right. of all, let me thank God for that. And, um, you know, but New York is New York, you know, and it's it's still, you know, the trendsetter. So, you know, it's just more people out here than it was before, you right. know. We just shut down Times Square trying to find this place. And it felt like this is a weekday. There's millions of people outside. I was yeah. like, damn, you know. So it's like, you know, it's it's, it's something I got to get used to. You know? See how clean the city is right now? Yeah, way better than and, and it, Well, you know, I would say it's way better. White people in Harlem. White people, <laughs> white people in Brooklyn. White people in Brooklyn. White so, people you know, everywhere, man. You know, I got a whole bunch of my buildings, so it's like, wow, what's going on here? Right. You know, so it's cool that they're getting along like that, so made me make a better world. Yo, let's, go, let's get into the story, man. So you came up in the Bronx, right? Yes, I was I was from the South Bronx. South Bronx. Now, are you are you Blasian, man? Is, is your father Asian? I'm black and Chinese. Black and Chinese. So everybody say I'm black and Right, black and yeah, exactly. My, my father was Chinese. Okay, okay. So I grew up in the roughest neighbor you could grow up with at the time, which was Hunts Point. So right. you had to be tough to survive Hunts Point, trust me. BX. Now, I read your book, man, and you talked about how in the 80s, man, you was known as being a stick-up kid, man. Well, you know, before before I got in the drug game, I was we was robbing everybody. Because, you know, back in them days, we were sniffing coke and all that. So we right. used to go to the fever and all that. And, you know, so we had to get what we had to do to get to get the, what we needed, you know. We just wanted to be fly that night, get the limos for that night, dress that, and have that, have that 125 grams of coke to go in the spot and snip and hang out with. <laughs> that the cocaine, girls. man, cocaine you know? was beautiful back in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, I keep I, telling y'all. Yeah. Hey, listen, internets, I tell y'all. Yeah. I loved coke. Everybody loved cocaine in the 80s. Don't do it now. No, yeah, I'm about no, to say. No, don't, don't do it now. Don't, you know, the crack messed the things up. You yes. know, when people was just sniffing was cool because that was a, that was an ultimate get high at the time. And, you know, you know when you come down, though, you be depressed. But, you know, but. Your was, head get was, all heavy. Your nose get all dry. Was, everybody was doing it. You know, you go to a party, they got coke oil in the ass yep. face. Yep. You just dip and put it in your bag, you know. Exactly. So, like, what, what was the name of your crew, man? Well, I don't have a crew. I, was, have, a, I have a family. They okay. all come in the Peter shoe, you right. know. So everybody would not. We we not. We wasn't no gang. We was family. We all right. raised together. So even when I had my friends from different brothers, we was all raised together. So we knew of each other, and we was all like gunslingers. So everybody had respect for us. That's like the old cowboy days where they had was talking about the the when they exploit the white people, Je, uh, Jesse James, and you know these type of dudes. That was us. You know, we was. Y'all was y'all was the new wild bunch. We was we was we was not the wild bunch. We was 
uh, just a, somebody you didn't want to um, mess with to disrespect or nothing. But we had, you know, respect for the neighborhood. And we was like, if anything, we was like robbing them. Right. Because we robbed from the rich and we get to the poor. Right, 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 right. So that's what we was doing. But, you know, we always gunslingers at, back in the day. What was your tool of choice, man? Well, I mean, I started out with 38 long. Mm. Damn. You because know, I was a little kid. Right. About 12, 13 years old, I started at 38 Where long. does a 12, 13-year-old kid get a 38 long, my nigga? I stole mine from my father. <laughs> <laughs> So Damn, your father was wild like that? Yeah, my father. You know, every man in my family was a gangster, so right. it, 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 it it was in our blood. So, you know, I got 38 long, you know, none of the kids in the neighborhood, parents want me to mess with them. So I could, I went and messed with them. You know, I used to have to stay away until, you know, I did a, a good thing one day on um when we had a block party and this gang came on the block and tried to um, disrespect the block and I, I put all that to rest. And then the, kid, <laughs> the kid's mother was like, yo... You can play with our kids, but just don't bring your gun to the house. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it was, you know, when I, when we was growing up. So. Now, growing up, man, was y'all fearless? Because I read about how not only was y'all robbing niggas that was shining, man, but y'all was robbing drug niggas too, man. Mm -hmm. We we hitting everybody. And, you know, it's a funny thing, you know, because I ran into some whole head. I don't want to say the names. I was really legit drug dealers. And when I got to the feds and when I reminded them who I was, from back in the day, they was laughing. They said, boy, we try to get your ass, mm. you know, because they tried to get us one night at the parlor, and, and, you know, they got a couple as they missed they miss me and my cousin. So, you know, and we retaliated. You know, we it was a back and forth thing. Yeah. But, you know, it's just that that was my old days. And, you know, when I came home from, I stopped getting high before I went to jail to, on my state case when I did four years. And when I came home, that was it. And that's, right. where, that's where the book starts from when I come home from the state. Now, before we go into the first bid that you did, man, one of the things that was crazy is because y'all was so known that, like you said, people was retaliating, and they started really catching well, a lot of members of your crew out there. Well, they they definitely caught a few of us, and, you know, God bless the dead. I missed them, and, you know, and you know, guys slipped, and they slept, and, you know. But me, I was always taught to be, you know, my friends used to say I was paranoid at times, but I always was on point. So it was, I was a harder target to get than other people, you know, not to say I can't get got because right. it's really on guard. And I have to I, I thank God for that because, I mean, a 30, 357 missed me, like, by a half an inch from my head before, so you know. Where, where was, at? Where was you at? I was uh, probably uptown in the Bronx when that happened. Right. You know. Then one time they tried to get me, and and you know I had to jump fences like um, um, what's the guy the um, the the, the track star, the one that, from um that that wins all the Olympic medals. I was had to run Usain like Usain Bolt. Oh, yeah, Usain Bolt. Like, yeah, I had to run like him. <laughs> you know, and I'm jumping over um, fences and dogs just chasing me. I'm scratched up and everything. You know, because they. They lit me up, so when they couldn't get me, they blew my bends up, you know? Damn. <laughs> Tossed my bends. So, I mean, you know, that's that's part of the game, though. So, you know. How was you so hard to get being that there wasn't a lot of Blazian niggas running around back in the day? <laughs> oh. It definitely wasn't Blazian niggas <laughs> oh. running in the streets. Because I was high, I was high, um, high on security, so right. I might come 50 deep. You know, 50 deep? 50 deep outside. They might be outside. The young brothers that just like to smoke blunts and stuff, I got them outside. They holding us down. They're not going with my crew. It might be that might be twenty five or thirty people. We go in there, and we strap, so we go in there, and so we well protected. So you could get me, yo, but you gonna get got yo, too. Yo, Peter, how the fuck do you fucking build a crew of fifty plus niggas, my dude? Oh, we's deeper than that, but that's just the ones that want to party. But how do you build Damn. that? How do you how do you recruit niggas, man? We raise them from we raise them like you raise a flower. We grow them, so you know that's why nobody never told on me for my crew. I my. my I love my crew, my, and they still, to this day, they still out there. All the brothers that was with our crew, I didn't even go say my crew, our crew, because it was a few generals. Right. But we never tell on each other. You know, we always 
take it to the grave with us. And that's why I love them brothers, because they, um, they real stand up men. And we only have a few of those left in the world. That cocaine had you high. That cocaine had you really leaning on that cocaine until you got busted. Man, listen, man. Nah, did we stop? I stopped the cocaine. Oh, right. you talk about for the state bid? For the state bid. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, how'd yeah. You, how'd you get busted? Why'd you get busted the first time, man? Because, um, the in state... 88. You got busted in 88, Nah, right? 84. 84. Well, I got busted in 83. How I went to jail How old was you when you got arrested? Uh, 20-something years old. 20-something wow. years old. Yeah, so so what it was, right, Um, the state case, I ended up doing four years, but the dude that set up the robbery, he ended up telling on me. Okay. So Because they seen this car, so, you know, I ended up doing, you know, I didn't... I didn't, you know, tell nobody else. I went to jail and did my four years, came home from that, and, and then I got into my next life. Well, how, what, the, what the fuck was y'all about to rob? Uh, we robbed uh, some people that owed money. Okay. And they owed y'all or somebody else? They owed somebody else, but right. we got a percentage of right. it. But what happened, you know, I can't say none of this in of court. Course, I, went to, I don't never cop out. I went to trial, lost trial. But the whole thing is I can't, I don't tell them nothing. So that's the way we was taught. So I had to eat that. But the whole thing is, they came to court and told on me, mm-hmm. so because they got mad because I threw their car keys away when I when I, I robbed them in broad daylight on, on 149th Street, Third Avenue, for everybody. So, police, everybody, everybody walking around think it was a movie. I had a 357 out, so when I did did that, I took the money because they were trying to do the drop bank, the, um, drop the money in the, in the in the bank thing, and we shot out and I broke out and um, you know. I think it was a week or two weeks later, they got the the um the BMW license plate. So the guy tells him he's dead now. You know, he died and, and you know, God bless the dead, but he deserved to die. Damn. And he died he died naturally though. Right. And um he um he had his sister call me and tell me, Yo, my brother said, um, break out, they know they know who you are. I said, Yeah, they know who I am. That's because he told on right. me. You know, because there's no way they should know who <laughs> right, I was. Right, right, right. I was just, you know, I'm I'm a gunman. They, they nobody knew who I was. So that's that's how I ended up doing the four years. But I I was I was slowing down on that coke before I did that, and then going to jail just isolated me to stop complete. You go to jail, you do four years. You go in in eighty four. You come out in eighty eight. Eighty eight is so much liver mm-hmm. than it was in eighty four. It's live now. That's when crack came out. Crack was out. You yeah. come out and niggas is like you like where's the cocaine? Niggas is like yo, what's crack right now? Yeah, and you know so. I, and when you read the book, you see, you know, they, I, I was trying to quit. I wasn't right. going to do nothing. I was trying to do the uh, yes. a legit job. Maybe you, you had book. a legit job. Let's talk about that. You had you 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 really in your heart of hearts was like, I'm done with crime. I'm done with crime. I don't want to disappoint my moms. Yeah. Let me get this job at the telephone company. That's right? what I did. So you so you got this job at the telephone company. Got the plan, How do yeah. you get a job at a telephone company with a record, my nigga? Because I didn't check um, if convicted. Because mm-hmm. I had some people sneak me into the company. And, you know, when I got into the company, it, when when they tr- get rid of me, they tried to get me to tell them who snuck me in. Right. And I didn't do that. Again, I was tested again. Right. So, you know, I mean, you go through the test to find out if you're a man in that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I stood up then. So Wait, wait. You know what's so crazy? You can't. Niggas can't do that shit in 2016. Hell no. They don't do niggas that. just press a button. They be like, <laughs> If you try to get a job now, my nigga, that yeah. shit would start smoking. Yeah. So, Let's talk about how you lost your job because I thought it was amazing. So I'm like, working, you know, I'm working, and, and you know, and you're busting your ass, and, and, and I'm good at what I do. Right. I'm a telephone representative. Right, right. now, I'll probably be, would been a, a big time executive in that company if I was still there or retired, getting retired. that pension, because I know people that still working there right. and they got positions that I would have had or, or right. better than because I was more talented. In '88, in '88, so you get a job, you 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 land, you get this job, 
at, at, at the at the what was the New York Bell at the time? It was, it was it was called New York Telephone. New York Telephone at, at the right, time. Right, right. But then it became Nine X, New York and Nine X, and then I got fired. So that was it. Talk about how you got fired, man. I thought it was crazy. Well, you know, I was I was um I, I had a PO, yes. so I got to call my PO. But I was I slipped. See, you can't make no mistakes in life, and I slipped because I caught my PO on my break from my phone. From the fucking phone company. Yeah. <laughs> I still, no, but we got the lounge. I could have called from the lounge. Right. But me being lazy, I called from, from the your phone. And this gay guy that was a a, 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 a supervisor, he didn't like me because everybody. Because you were shining. His, everybody, you know, I was shining. Everybody from his his section liked me. They come ask me questions, how to fix things. So I was on the phone talking to my PO, and, and they heard, he heard it. So he put the investigation on me. So I'm sitting at my desk one day, and these four security guards come by me and say, yo, come on, you got to come with us. So it's, you know, we got like four or five million people on the floor looking at me. It's like embarrassing and everything, you know. So they, I go with them to this room, and then there's like five white people sitting in front of me, and they like, we don't like liars and, and, and hmm. stuff like that. I said, what I lie about? They said, you know, I lied on the application and stuff like that. But I had a black supervisor. She came in there. I forgot her last name. Her name is Shaman, and she was like, Listen, this man is top of the line. Boom, boom, boom. He does. He said, can't we do anything for him? They said, no, we want him to resign. So I said, I'm not resigning. You're going to have to fire me. So that's what they ended up doing. They walked me out, took my ID, uh, my car to get in the building. And it was on um, 375 Pearl Street. Yep. I used to work on. Yep. So they walked me out. So I get into my Cherokee Limited that my man, um, uh, um, I don't want to say his name, bought me when I first came home. So I got a, you know, the unlimited, unlimited um, Cherokee. I, I'm driving up the highway, tears in my eyes. I'm ready to just drive off the bridge. I said, damn, I'm trying to do the right thing, and they, they won't let me, you know. And that's what's going on now, too. It's going on worse right now. So They perfected that shit So right I, I get home, you know, the um, PO already called my mom because she knows what's going on, every, you know. So my mom's just crying because she knows what I'm going to do now. Right. I, you know, I done went in my, You're not looking for no other job yeah, right now. I went in my closet, dust the guns off and everything. I'm coming back out. With the <laughs> I'm coming back out now. So, you know, because when I first came home, I told my whole crew, man, I'm through. Yeah. I'm not doing none of that stuff. But They didn't believe you, did they? They, they, they didn't want to believe me because right, they right. quit their jobs. See, right. when I come home, everybody quit their jobs. Yo, are we about they, to turn up again? And they're doing this now. These right. guys, people quitting their jobs. I said, listen, man, I'm doing everything legit now. Right. But they're like, nah, you know, we know we're going to do something. So I'm like, listen, man, I can't just keep depending on me now. I was gone 21 years, and you're still depending on me. But at that time, you know, it was only four years I quit my, they quit their jobs, and, you know, I, we got rocking again. So yeah. we, that was good, but it's crazy. I, I would you, never you, work again. You, you talk about when you got home the first time, <clears throat> your man gave you a package. Yeah. And what was the same it? same when I bought me a Jeep. Yeah, what, what, was, what was that package, man? Uh, it was a key of Coke. A key of cocaine. Mm. You get home after getting fired, you're like, oh, shit, I got a key. I thought it was a gun. You thought it was a gun. <laughs> So I you didn't even open up the... But it was a weird smell coming from the closet, right? right. But I didn't think it was a Coke. So I'm, I opened up the bag, the, on the package, and it was a gun. I mean, it was a Coke, kid Coke. So I was like, wow. So when I spoke to him, you know, he said, Shh, all you got to do is cook it and, and, and get things rocking. So, you know, I cooked it, but I fucked it up. You fucked You, you, you wasn't good at cooking that. No, I wasn't good at that. He showed, he showed me how to do it on the right. phone, but it didn't go through, right? So I right. just barely made the money back that it cost. That but first batch, that, of, that first batch of crack was was, nah, I was weak. the whole thing. Right. So I, I ended up getting me a professional cook after that. So <laughs> yeah. you know, then we started walking and doing our thing. So right. that's how how it came. And about. You, you're in the game now, yeah. selling sell, selling drugs. Yeah. Um, what was the big difference between selling drugs and sticking niggas up, man? Well, now I, I'm 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 not the hunter no more. I'm right. the hunted. Right. So it's a big difference. So I'm selling drugs and and um, 
you know, but I blew up, really I blew up when um, my friend came across some guys that had hair on, but they was Africans, they were scared, to, you know, the movie because they, they get robbed and stuff, so they needed somebody to to push the hair on, so I push the hair on and I'm making 50000 off every joint, so I'm doing four to six joints uh, uh, every three or four days, so I'm killing them. That's, so I blew up wait, on that first. So wait, how much is that a month, man? Oh, man, I can't calculate. I don't calculate money. I just spend it. Yo, mm. so you came home, and all of a sudden now you're making 50000 a pop. Yeah. On dope? On on Heron? On Heron. And, and, and how much are you making on the, on, the, on the crack? Well, it depends on how much, how much you was able to, how much you was able to, um, what you call it? Right. How much you able to um, get out when you cook it. Right. So, you know, those numbers are so far back. I, 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 I don't even remember all numbers no more, but... um. How did you organize your money, my dude? Well, at one time I was running around with half a million, a million dollars a day, and Cash? you know, yeah. And I, I said, damn, I gotta put, I gotta put people down with me because I, I've been there. I know what it is. It sticks. So that somebody gonna get me, right? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I got, I saw putting my people down. And, you wasn't putting your shit in the, you, you couldn't put that shit in the bank. Nah, nah. We was putting, them, we had places we put in stash right. our money and stuff right. like that. But you, you know, did you ever have a bank account though? Yeah, I had a legal business. Right, right. So, I, you know, that's how we were trying to wash the money. Right. That's when Madonna came into right, play. Right, right, right. We'll, we'll get to Madonna in a second. <laughs> yeah. So. so so my dude, man, you 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 selling crack mm-hmm. and you selling heroin and then you get a connect mm-hmm. from Miami Yeah. for cocaine. Let's talk about that, man. Well, you know, I was messing with this girl and um, she um, she had a brother and he plugged me in and um, he, he couldn't believe I... Um, he gave me a couple hundred keys. I, I, I forgot, was it 200, 250? And, you 250 know, and keys. I moved them like three days, four days. You know, I got bigger than them in a minute. So right. he thought, he, you know, wait, 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 wait. he was Yo, worried about me. I was worried you, about him. You got to understand this. I don't know nothing <laughs> yeah. about the drug game. Yeah. Except that 200, 250 keys. 16. Is a lot of yeah. keys. Right? <laughs> yeah. How do you move 250 keys in two, three days? Like, it's like... Well, I knew all the people that you know that move, that buy them, so right. you know, and they, and I was getting them for like ten thousand a, a wop. So I'm moving them, you know, the f- dudes I knew I was moving them for like twelve, giving twelve, twelve or maybe thirteen. Brothers I didn't know because they was going to street values probably about nineteen, eighteen at the time. Damn. So I push them for sixteen, fifteen, and then that, that's, sixteen. So I knocked everybody out the box. Right. So that's what we was doing back in the day, you know, just to, just to flip real quick. But then you know he see what I could do, he started hitting me with numbers, you know, so. You know, the book tells it all, you know, so that's what it was. Internets, this portion of the Combat Jack Show is sponsored by Bevel, the superior shaving system that's designed for people with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. I am Lord Bevel. Nobody does Bevel better than me. That's because I love Bevel better than anybody else on the planet. I shave my head with it. I shave my chin. If I could, I would shave all over my body. I don't shave all over my body, but if I could, I would. Get this package. Gentlemen, hey, pause, but get this package. This is the best shaving system out here. Yo, if they send you the, the bullshit Harry's or Shave of the Month Club, whatever, get angry because they're disrespecting your intelligence. I would never do that. I respect the Combat Jack Show audience. I respect y'all so much. I love y'all so much, even though I hate y'all right now. I love y'all so much that I'm telling you, there's no better shave than Bevel. Go to GetBevel.com, punch in promo code COMBAT, C-O-M-B-A-T, for 20% off. That's GetBevel.com, promo code COMBAT. Tell them I sent you Combat Jack, a.k.a. Lord Bevel. And now back to the show. You know, people talk about when they 
when they're in the drug game, when they're selling drugs, it's not only the user that's addicted, it's the seller. How addictive, man, is it selling drugs, man? But it ain't really about the addiction of selling drugs. It's the it's what you have a value, the women, the cars, the clothes. You know, you be like right now, you know, I'm going I'm going and closing shops down and spending fifty to hundred thousand dollars clothing wise and we going to gambling spots and losing fifty thousand, hundred thousand in casinos and they're giving us a prostitute and a suite and cha- champagne all night. So you know, it's just the life you have when you have money. So you you know, you be able to buy everything and do everything, you know, and all the goods. And it's easy. Thing. It's like it's easy. The money is easy. Man, I remember one time I came out the bathroom, right, and um I hear these girls talking. So they're talking about these are high high these are some high roller girls who they bad. So they talking about like, yo, he's green. They pointing out dudes saying they're green and they got money. So I'm laughing. I come out the door. So I say, so how green? They say, ooh, we didn't know you was in there. I said, well, well, how green am I? She said, you real green. (laughs) So I started laughing, you know. So that was it. You know, it's not about the the uh, the excitement about selling drugs because really I got tired of that. It's it's just the you know the the what you have when you have the money to do what you want and fly. We going to the Vegas. We going to the Soul Train Awards. We going to um, all the fights and and you know and hanging out with all the you know, I'm in, I'm in clubs with Robert De Niro, Woody Harrison, Wesley Snipes and stuff, and I'm holding my own. Right. People, people wonder who I am. I got the biggest table in the joint. Oakley used to get mad. How he, how he get this table? Charles Oakley. Yeah, that's my man. Yeah. I love that brother. And, you know, I, I got an eight-seater. They got a spoof with t- six-seaters and stuff, but I got <laughs> all the, you know, I'm buying all the Cristal at the right, time. Right, so, right. you know, they, they, they call me. Will you come in? And that was like a place that all the celebrities go to, like um the China Club. It was like... Mm-hmm. It was called Chaz and Wilson's, but it was better than I remember Chaz and Wilson's, yeah. That's why I used to go on Sunday nights. So I'm coming in there and they rolling out the red carpet for me. But I'm with I'm a s I went from a drug dealer thinking I was a celebrity because I throw in the parties and everybody think I'm a celebrity and they treat me like you know, we one time uh, uh this guy came over to me and said, Listen, I gotta have a picture a picture so I could get to my daughter. And I was like looking at him like I'm looking around like somebody's playing a prank on me, but <laughs> he was serious. And uh he said, my daughter's in love with you, man. I said, how old is your daughter? He said, nine years old. She's crazy, but I took the picture and stuff like that. And then when I was on the you know, video shows like dance tracks and music video bots and stuff, you know, everybody started thinking I was a celebrity. So, right. you know, we having the parties. And, and you know, the parties came because I, I just wanted to have one party now, for now my let's, let's go back to that, man. You're making this money. Yeah. You you have access to all of these spots. Mm-hmm. You're rubbing shoulders with the Robert De Niro's and the Mike Tyson's and yeah. the Puffies and the, and, the, and the whoever. Yeah. And then you decide at a certain point, I want to start throwing parties. I, I'm tired of going to Bentley's, mm-hmm. the other niggas' parties. Yeah. I'm tired of going to Silver Shadows mm-hmm. and Leviticus and all these other spots that was popping. I want to start throwing my own party. So let's talk about the first party you threw, man, or the first party you promo- promoted. Well, my birthday was coming up, and everybody was like, yo, Let's throw a party. I was like, man, I ain't throwing no party. We have a party, you know, we go away. You know, they was like, nah, just one time, let's throw a party. So I started thinking, I said, well, if I'm going to throw a party, I'm going to make it like, you know, I used to watch some shows, Dynasty in Dallas, mm-hmm. and them, and them white people dress up nice. So I said, well, I thought <laughs> when it's going to be, I'm going I'm to do it like that. And and, and I threw a black tie affair. And, um, you can't get it without, without some hard bottoms. Everybody came in, and they was fly. I'm talking right. about everybody was a celebrity for that night. I don't care. They don't. They could have had not a dime when they left that spot, but they all the girls and everything looked gorgeous that night. And like I said, a party that I threw wouldn't have been a party if it wasn't for the, my, my my fan base. Right. And, I, and I love that they they 
they would come out and support me. But they look good that night. Like your first party, you actually had celebrities. Tell, who was some of the Keith Sweat? Keith Sweat was one of the and, well, and, on the, and, was one of the Keith Sweat in touch. In touch, they were the main. They was the main. The main acts, but who was there? Who showed up there? Like who was the cast? It was oh, your first man, party. Everybody, everybody showed up. You know, all the all the people that you talk about that you interviewed was there. Right, Wendy Williams, mm. Russell Simmons, all of them used to come. Wendy Williams used to host my party. Really? So all of them used to come, and uh, um, you know, Puffy, but Puffy wasn't big then. He was just coming out and. And you know, I like to give a shout out to him too because I'm proud of his success, and he's a he's a great man in the industry, and he deserves everything he got. And um, I'd like to thank him and JD's kids for putting me on this song. While uh, while old man Wilder, they just came out, and and um, I got a lot of love and respect for them. All right. So so you you start throwing these parties, man, and you realize you know what? <clears throat> I like this. It's 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 it, 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 like you said. Somebody came up to you and asked you for an autograph. Not because of your street fame, but because of the fame you got from the parties. So now I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm thinking I'm a celebrity. Because right. people come at to me, you know, and it's funny. I told Kyle the other day, this is a real story. I'm getting on the train yesterday, the day before, and a guy in the booth recognizes me. And this is on everything I love. He comes out of his booth to, to talk to me, tells me how he used to come to my parties back in the day and all that. And he got a lot of love and respect for me. And he read my book and... So I said, okay, okay. He said, so I tried to pay to go with it. He said, no, no, you, your money no good here. Damn, your, buzzes, your celebrity status yeah, is getting still there. So he, on the train? And he buzzed me in. And then when I got on the train, the door before the door, well, he runs over and gives me the number and says, man, call me, man. Let me know when you're doing the event and stuff. And I, and people looking at me like, who the hell is this guy on the train? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm like, well, shot. Now I put my hand down. <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. So, you know, I was, you know, that's how I was back in the day with right. me. You know, I'd go somewhere, everybody come at me, and, you know, the, the little kids love me because I used to sponsor their tournaments and right. I had the teams of the Ruckers. Yeah, and, the, yeah we wanna, I want to get to the Rucker too, man. Yo, Peter, hold on. I got to go back, though, man. It seemed like you the cat that never rode the train. I never rode the train. Ever, like ever rode the train. Never ever. Nah. I, when's the first time you was on the train, man? Since I got home? Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I got, I've been taking the train. Cause I don't have a driver's license now, right, right. so my friends don't drive me around. Sometimes they're busy. You know, I will take the train. The parking is, is is hella harder than it was and, in the '80s and, and the '90s. And I took a train with my girl the first time, yeah. and, and she killed me on the train because she she's getting us stuck in the doors and everything. It's all embarrassing because I I don't know. You know, I'm not used to this <laughs> stuff no more. So like, nigga, move, get out the way. Hey, hey, she's 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 making me laugh. She thinks it's funny, but I'm embarrassed. Right, 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 I'm like, right. Man, I'm not taking the more train. Yo, it's crazy how how hard it is if you never rode the train. To, to to know how to ride the train, and, yeah. and you said twenty years ago, right? That's when twenty one, twenty one, twenty one years. That was probably right before uh, the the transition with the metro car. The metro car, yeah, we had met- tokens. Yeah, I don't know nothing about no metro wow. cars. Wow. So that was crazy. You know, I'm swiping and swiping. It's not going through. It's not going through. I'm like, oh man. But she taught me into taking the train because I was taking cabs. You know what's crazy, man? Right now, the, the, you know they could track you with the metro cars. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah they could, they could, they could track where you've been and everything, man. Man, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, listen, I don't see how nobody does crime right now. Yo, in 2016, <laughs> my dude, it's crazy. It's like you know the the whole world's like what what you used to see in them TV movies. That's futuristic 1984 yeah, yeah exactly so, but like like you talk about man like some of the people that that really supported you back in the day some of the people that you really thought was stand-up cats like heavy d oh love them one of the, you know R.I.P. heavy d mc hammer brothers like that was always real i mean you couldn't tell they had money in that they was always real and i i'm very very i was very hurt when i heard heavy d pass away mm. when i was locked, locked up good dude and tears came to my eyes because he was such a good brother and he showed me so much love 
when I was home. And I got videos where he said, I would never, I would never come to a party, but a Peter shoe party. That's and that crazy. touched my heart. And you know, and, um, uh, MC Hammer, real, real good brother. We had, he hung up a couple of times and we had, me and him had a good time. So, you know, you had guys like that. And then, you know, cause they, you, they, they didn't carry themselves like their status was. They carried themselves like normal human beings. And that's how I am. You know, at my parties, I would treat you like, if you ain't having a good time, I'm going to come over there and make sure you have a good time. Right. I don't care if you fat, ugly, whatever. I'm going to come over and make sure you have a good time. You know? Now, now you live in this high life, and, and, and you, 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 you crossing the lines now between celebrity and the streets, but you, you still got that temper. Yeah. Like whenever somebody fucks with you. <laughs> and there's this one point, told you man, about where it. you talk about this <laughs> ill, crazy gunfight. Yeah. And these Brooklyn projects, man. What 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 was that about, man? Well, you know, it wasn't really in Brooklyn projects, but I always changed the paces right, up right. and stuff like that. But you know, it was it was something that had to be done. And you know, you know, I never send my people nowhere where I don't go because that's why I'm very loved and respect. Because if something's gonna happen to you, it's gonna happen to me too. Right. And there's times where I stood in front of people that that was gonna get shot and, and could have got killed, and they'll tell you about that. And there was times, and you know. So many incidents, people got so many incidents that I've run into, like I've ran into since I've been home, like one bouncer from Bentley's, he said, Peter, I'll never forget the time where these guys was going to do something to me. And you pushed through the crowd, said, excuse me, excuse me. And I stood next to him, I said, what's going on? And they said, you know, he said, yo, these dudes give eight, it was like eight or nine of them. I said, well, um, I opened my jacket and I had my Glock and I was like, well, um, I said, um, who wants to get hurt first? Mm. <laughs> and, you know, they backed up and they walked away. But, you know, there's a lot of people that I, you know, I, I made sure they was all right. There's um, one person, I don't want to say his name, I don't want to embarrass him, that he was scared to come to the party because they beat him through a party together and he was talking about doing something to him and they got on the phone with me and told him about, yeah, you know, don't let him have, be, be at the party. I said, listen, if you do something to him, you're going to have to do something to me too. So he's running around, he put a wig on that night a wig. You know, yeah, when he died. <laughs> he was scared to death. But I, I gave him a vest. I said, listen, ain't nothing going to happen to you. Right. If it's going to happen to you, it's going to happen to me. And uh, that's how it is. Because, you know, we don't fear death when we grow up. From- Yo, how are you not afraid of fucking gunfire? Because it's, you know, I mean, when I was young, right, it never it never fazed me. I used to be outside the fever they shooting, and I'd be high on that coke, and I'd be like, yo, the bullet better not hit me. Bullet, I got my 38 long in my hand, and, you know, so I, I, I guess I was trained from that. And I never was scared of, of stuff like that. Because if, if it's your time, it's your time. Right. Because if somebody got a gun on you and, and they're going to do something to you, you start crying and stuff, it still ain't going to change the fact you're going to die. Right, so right. you might as well, there's one person I know went out like a trooper and he said, he said, yeah, you still soft, you know? And they shot him. He said, yeah, I'll see you in hell. Damn. You know, so I, I like to say that I'm from that same mold. Right. You know, so. Like even when you got shot, you got shot, you got popped in the arm, right? Yeah, yeah, they shot in, me. In the gun, in, 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 don't that shit hurt, my nigga? Yeah, well, you don't feel it at first, right. you know, but it, it, I was And more, that adrenaline is running? I was more scared that my gun jammed on right. me than anything because I had a, a, a Luger Tech or something like that. They was corny guns and, and, and the, joint, <laughs> the joint jammed on me. So right. if my man don't come back and save me, I, w- I, I wouldn't be here today. So um yeah that's 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 how it is you know you go through you go through life with experiences and stuff so my temper was real bad back in the day but I don't my temper wasn't like these other guys they get temper they they erupt over dumb things mine's is over business right I don't mm-hmm. erupt over like what you looking at you stepped on my foot you you like none of that none of that corny, corny stuff shit, right, right. It had to be like you did something to one of my people. Then, if niggas snitched, if they went against yeah, the code, yeah, they if niggas stole something, if niggas violated one of your crew members. That's or under the Ten Commandments. Right. That's under the Ten Commandments we was born on. So that was a different thing. But if you're just a normal human being, 
you know, and I don't, because I don't do nothing to no family members and I don't hit no women. I don't do none of that stuff unless you hit me. Right. One woman, you can slap me, I can slap you back. Right. Cause you ain't supposed to be hitting me either. But other than that, I don't do nothing. Yo, that. The funny stuff. story, man. First and foremost, like you had this, these ill codes and one of your codes is no business on Sunday. Yeah, we didn't we did do nothing on Sundays. Nothing? No, nah, because of God's Day. Right. So I closed shop up, and, 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 we, and we just relaxed on Sundays. I gave my respect to the Lord for that day. You had an ill crew. You had an ill team on the Rucker. Yeah. And the crew was so ill that you talked about how, how your crew demolished Puffy's crew. Oh, we beat Puff, up. The Puffy bad boy we, crew. We, we punished them. And our shirts was better than his. This is <laughs> what was, what's, so, what's so crazy about your shirts? Oh, well, somebody had on the Facebook, of, of they kept the shirt from way back in the day and put right. it on Facebook, but we had, um, it was called, my team was taking no prisoners, so I have taken no prisoners in the front with the two glocks on the side with the smoke coming out of them. And then in the back, we got the victim, it got the tombstones with the victims of the teams we beat. Right. So, you know. Oh I, my, so you had niggas' names on the back that, yeah, that so, y'all beat? So we had, I give out like, I give out like 500,000 shirts easy when I come to the games. Even the police was oh, asking for shirts. That's so disrespectful. So, and, and, be having your name on the back of a shirt. So they wear my shirts all season long. So you, we come in the game and you see everybody in orange because I was the color of shirts, orange right. and black. So, um, you see the little, you might see if the if, if, if the um the courts had about three thousand people that day, twenty seven twenty eight hundred is wearing orange and black. A little bit, you have a little bit of bad boy shirts in a little bit, but we was killing them at that time. Damn. So that's the only time I got out on punch. Yo, you you talk about how you never smack somebody, smack a woman, but you had this crazy fight with this lesbian at the Rucker that that ended up crazy, my dude. Tell tell Man. us about that. Well, you know, the future started that. You right. know, that's my man, but he started the that. Basketball because, player. Yeah, he's he's a hell of a ball player. Right. I, I raised him, you know, so he 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 um was we had time in the game and the game got out of hand, he elbows his guy one from the other team in the mouth and, and you know, busts his mouth and um so after the game I tried to take all of them to eat, you know, because I, I felt bad what he did and I got on future about that. So what they did, they um he they was willing to go, but they had a lesbian um dyke coach and She's like, nah, don't go nowhere with him. You know, she started mouthing off. So I told her, listen, man, calm down. I'm just trying to make things all right. You know, she kept running her mouth. And she had a, 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 a reputation of saying things out your mouth, like suck my thing. And she ain't, she a woman now. And she told you suck her dick. Like, yeah, she <laughs> said, she, like, well, I didn't want to curse on your show. Now you curse. All right, so she said that. And um, I, told, I told her, watch your mouth. What she saying to me? And she said something. So, so I slapped the daylights out of her and she fell on the ground. But since she had these toy boys come out and, they wanted to put a gun out on me and uh at the rucker yeah so my man my and niggas man, was niggas just watching was niggas ducking was no no nobody ducked because it happened so fast because first of all, it was a fight dudes was fighting first right. but this guy put a gun out on me so when uh um um my man gave me the code and that he gets out you know i i looked and i seen the dude with a gun on me so Good gun pointed at you yeah so i said i said i left my shirt up said go ahead take your best shot you know, so I'm walking towards him. He gets scared and runs. You knew he was scared. Well, you can see in the eyes that right. somebody want to do something to you, but I see that he was scared and I was scared, so we both scared. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get shot and you don't want to shoot me. So he runs and um, so now she knows she just dropped, started some crazy shit. So when she gets up, you know, she's like, you know, she said she she's on the floor and I walk by her and I says, you know, you're a dead girl now, right? Damn. So. So, you gave her that sentence, man? Yeah, but I'm smiling. Right. You know, I always smile when I'm going to do something. So she's like, 
over a basketball game? I said, <laughs> I saw Lev. I said, yeah, over a basketball I'll be to see you. So I lost my temper, and I went up there. Now, everybody, meanwhile, people want to flock. They heard what happened. It's like we had a little internet back in the day, so everybody's right. hitting me on the beepers. They want to come up and do something. So I go up there with about 25 cars. For, I didn't even wait for 25 cars? For the people we was going to take. So that's 25 up. cars with like five people in them. Yeah, four. What's the math for? That's 100 motherfuckers. Yeah, we went up there to take much to, 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 to To go at the lesbian coach? Man, we was gonna get that, we, we, I was looking for the, the kid that pulled the gun right. on me, for real. So we went up there and um, we see more. One of my friends, he he messed it up because he tipped the hand that we was we was coming through, but because we got stopped at the light, and that's what saved them. And and you know when we got up there and start pulling out and stuff, you know TNT was across the street, so they bum rushed us, so we lost it. I had to pay a lot of money to get these brothers out of jail, and I threw I had a desert eagle at that time. I threw that shit away and broke out. So um, that's what it was. And uh, I got back to you know to the building, you know, because my man told me every time he tells me. Don't do something, I do it, something go wrong. So I hate that he says that. Right. So, but I was mad when I lost my temper. So um, when I um, got back to the building and I got the call from the lawyer, he said, you know, you know, you got a lot of people locked up. I said, yeah, I know. He said, uh, over, over a basketball game. Over I a got basketball it. game. So I had, to, I had to bail all them dudes out. So I lost a lot of money on that. And, you know, but, you know, it was, it's, and then somewhere she had family, there's police, they came to one of my apartments back, and, you know, that I didn't know they knew I, had an apartment back there. I had so many places, so they came down there and um, told me anything happened to her, you know, you know what they're going to do to me. And I said, yeah, well, she better keep her ass out of Harlem. I better never see her in Harlem again. Damn, she, I guess she never showed up to Harlem. She never had no game. That was the end of her coach days? That was the end of her coach's days. Damn. Until I guess, I guess I went away. <laughs> she might have came back oh out. Oh, my but. God. Listen, man, you doing all this shit, man. Did it ever, did it ever dawn on you like, yo... I'm I'm burning too close to the fire, man. Like this, like like, cause cause you're doing a lot, my dude. Man, I keep telling people I was getting tired of the whole shit. I right. want to get out the game, you know. And um, one time somebody got killed, and they thought it was me because it was a Chinese dude got killed outside of Bentley's, and they thought it was me. And I wasn't I wasn't in town, so you know, my my man, God bless the dead, Demencio, called my house, and I know so, the, I knew Demencio too, man. He was I band with brother. Lou Hobbs. I love that brother, and I yeah. love Lou too. Yeah. So he called my mom's and he said, "Lou um, Hobbs is still locked up, right?" Yeah, he's still locked yeah. up. So he um he might get a place soon though because there's new laws. Yeah, he's in Noticeville right now. So he called he called on um, my mom's, and um he was crying. He, you know, he's a grown man. He's crying talking about he's going to get whoever got me, and stuff like that. So my mom's is like, you know, when did he get killed? When did he get killed? So he said, I heard um he got killed. Two days ago, but I was just with her yesterday. Right. So she knew. So she, but then she ended up going to the hospital. Then my girl at the time went to the hospital. They went to do different hospitals because they thought I died. So when I finally get the message, because I, I don't answer my beepers when I'm counting money. We was out in Baltimore counting yeah, money. So counting a whole lot of money. So it's taking yeah. a couple of days. So it, at that, I think that was about fifteen million. Right. Damn. So we had to get. We had to get back in. Um, I had to go get, get to a phone. And you know when we count, we wasn't using machines to count right. the money. We was using our hands. Yo, fifteen million with your hands. To, how do you count that? How do you count that? Well, one time my man. What if you fuck to, up the count? That's why we give a say. My man, <laughs> I always mention his name, embarrassing, but he's a he's a close friend of mine. He he messed the count up. We were so mad at him because we had to empty all the bags out and start counting all over again. We everybody wanted to kill him. <laughs> Yo, man. So listen, let's let's go to a quick break, man. Internet, you tune into the Combat Jack Show. We got the legendary Peter Shoe in the building. Peter Shoe. Yo, man, F your radio, F your podcast, and F your TV show. Yeah. 
internets. This portion of the Combat Jack Show is sponsored by Squarespace. Building a website can be tough. And even if you do know your way around coding, creating something that looks good and works well is a time-consuming affair. Whether it's for a business site, portfolio, restaurant, or whatever else, in this day and age, you probably need one anyway. Well, lucky for us, Squarespace makes it easy to build beautiful websites without breaking a sweat. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful websites that look professionally designed regardless of skill level. No coding required. Listen, Internets, I'm using Squarespace my own damn self right now to rebuild and revitalize the CombatJackShow.com because right now there is no CombatJackShow.com and I sound like a goddamn idiot promoting Squarespace. So I said, let me use Squarespace to put our shit back on the map. Not only does Squarespace provide you with intuitive and easy-to-use tools to create your own website, Squarespace also has state-of-the-art technology powering your site to ensure security and stability. And we all love stability. And you know you can trust in Squarespace for your website needs when millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world trust in them too. Seriously, you can't beat the ease and simplicity of Squarespace. Squarespace gives you 24-7 online support and a beautiful website. What the fuck are you waiting for? Start a trial with no credit card required and start building your ill website today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code COMBAT, C-O-M-B-A-T, to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for the Combat Jack Show. We thank Squarespace for their support of the Combat Jack Show, and we thank you for your support of Squarespace. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. And now back to the show. Internet, you tune into the Combat Jack Show, the CombatJackShow.com. And we got Ding. we got we got these street stories, man, man that, that that that's crazy with, with the legendary Peter Shoe in the building. Peter, man, you you're trying to go legit, right? Because the pressure is is high, man. You know that there's only two things that could happen to you, man. You could get killed, you could go to jail. Mm-hmm. How how in how focused was you to get out the game, man? And you throwing parties. You you got a legitimate business that generates, at least to the outside world, a lot of money. But like I was telling you before the break, you know, when I went to see my mother and my girl in the hospital, you know, they both was crying. They both wanted me to get out the game. They went to the hospital because they thought you was dead. Yeah, they got sick. Right. So I, when I come in, I, I drive back to New York and I'm driving back in one of them fast cars he was talking about, <laughs> um, NSX, and I got back and um, I went to the hospital. The... um. My mother was in bad shape, and, you know, my sister came out and told me, yo, you're killing mom, you know, so I brushed her side, went in there. She was crying. I said, mom, I'm alive. Ain't nothing wrong with me. She was like, you know, I want you to stop this. So I said, yo, I'm going to get out the game. This was my last year. And I promised that to my girl, too. So when I I went to see her in the hospital, because they in two different hospitals, and when I went to see her, she was um, bugging out, too. So, you know, I said, yeah, I'm going to quit. So I was... Try to go legit and get, and that's where, you know, I try to work, get my money washed and cleaned up and we're going to go, you know, do movies and, and, and music and get in a, a music game. Because, you know, you know, Shig Knight <coughs> wanted us to be the East Coast Death Ball at one time, right, too, right, because, right. um you know, uh, we had a good team out here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times back in the day, people thought the East Coast was soft because the people we had running the music business wasn't you know, gangsters. Mm-hmm. So the West Coast was gangsters. So, um. They they misjudged us and um the way was trying to lean on a lot of New they York was trying guys. to lean on the East Coast brothers, which I kept a lot of um them from being leaned on because right. a lot of them and I'm not gonna put no names out there again, but when they was being 
pressed by Suge Knight and people like that, I put a stop to it. You I know, know Suge was trying to lean on Russell, trying to lean on Andre. I heard he smacked the shit out of Andre. Well, there's a lot of people that he he was he was smacking that. But my thing is, you know, he wasn't going to do that to none of us. Right. And you know, he knew that. And but he respected us because of who we was. And you know, the whole thing is, um, we our team was very very strong, and you know, nobody's going to come at us like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we um. Uh, it made sense for y'all to have your own label. <clears throat> we became cool. Right. Yeah, we, we was going to start that up. We became cool, and we get ready to start that up. And So y'all was going to be the East Coast. I remember they was talking about Death Row East. the East, Death Row That's, East. That was going to be us. Right. Wow. Me and my, me, my man Chaz from Black Hand Production. Chaz, you know, I, I represented Chaz. Great man. Yeah. Great man. Chaz has been on the show. Yeah, I speak to One him. One of my best episodes. I speak to him all the time. Yeah. Great man. Yeah. You know, I, you know that's Chaz, my... Chaz is the cat that internets that represented... Fifty Cent, he managed Foxy Brown, and and and, and yeah. one one of the best Combat Jack show episodes ever. Is a Defro East chain that Pac was wearing at one time. Oh, yeah, it's kind of like symbol symbolic of the union that you guys were trying to create. Well, this side. Know, me and Chaz was going to do a record company together before I went to jail. So that's how close me and Chaz is. That's all I'm going to say. But Chaz is a great man. Right. Big D is another great Big man. Big D, damn official. That's 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 my brother, and right. he's the father. He's the godfather of my son, and I give a shout out to them too today. And um, we was all going to come together and do that, and um, you know things ain't work out. I went to jail. Shit went to jail. You know, shit just went kaboom. Yo, before you went to jail, man, it's crazy because a big part of your story turns into like how you ended up with Madonna. Oh well, you know how, how like you talk about being out. And Madonna would see you, and would 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 would, would, would kind of get you, try to get your attention. But if you know what happened, what happened? She used to always see me and 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 look at me and send somebody over to me. But this one time, I, I think this was Chaz's birthday. I'm trying to remember. I think it was Chaz's birthday. We was in, in a party celebrating around the corner from Chaz Wilson at the Crane Club. Crane Club, damn. And I like to say I think it was his birthday, but I I went around the corner because it's too crowded. So I go in Chaz Wilson's and I'm at the bar, you know, all these young girls trying to get at me and I'm chilling. And um, this guy came over and he said, yo, Madonna want to meet you. And I, I said, I tell Madonna I like my, my women black like my coffee. Yeah, you, you didn't like so, white women. You don't like white women. No, nah, I was just joking. Right, right. I was just joking around. So, but, but you really didn't have a preference. You had a preference for black women, right? Bro, you know, I mean, I, I grew up with black and, yeah. and Spanish girls. So my, my fiance is Dominican. So, you know, I, I have... I have a preface for Dominicans. Right. <laughs> so th- that's what I got to say that so she don't kill me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I went to the, um, so I went, I, I went back to talking to the girls and she came over and tapped me on my shoulder. She said she felt offended because that was a racial statement. So I, I said, I was just well, joking. She, I apologize. She, she really took that offensively? Yeah. So I was, I said, I apologize. And, and you're not starstruck that this is Madonna that's, that's flirting with you, man? Nah, I, we get money too. So right. we didn't care about her. So Yo, she, that's crazy though. So she brought me over to her table and, and me and her saw she said, Come have a drink when we was drinking. And then um she gave me her beeper number. I, you know, that's the day we was doing beepers <laughs> And I gave her my beeper number and you know, so she kisses me on my cheek and she breaks out. And she said, Come come take me out sometime. I said, All right. Damn. So I go back to the party and you know, they acted wild and stuff and you know, I got all my friends in there and somebody shoots up in the air and everybody drunk. So the girl I was gonna try to take off. I ain't gonna say her name, but uh, I couldn't take off. So um, we could come outside. I'm mad as hell now because I ain't got no girl to go home with. So I get on the uh, my people go off. So my people is a two one two area code. So I say, who the hell is this? 
So I call and it's Madonna. So she's like, where, where you at? I said, I'm still in front of the, um, what's it called? She said, what you doing? I said, I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> so she's, she's only about maybe six or seven blocks away. So she's on Central Park West at the time. So I drive down there, go up in the loft. And when she opens the door, she got a see-through negligee Come on. on so you know the rest. So that was it. That was the start of my downfall because I started knocking the snow bunny off and she ended up setting me up. But, you know, I'm taking that everywhere. I got a video done in Harlem. I got, I didn't show you took it to video. the Rucker. Took it to the Ruckers. Like you really legitimizing Madonna's street cred at the time. Yeah. And then my girl found out I was with at the time and hey, everything went haywire. And, you know, but at the time, you know, I was supposed to go in and do the video with Madonna. Right. I think I was getting like 150000 What, what song was this? The Secret. The Secret. So, and you, you were you supposed look, to be in that video. If you look at the video, it's a guy that looked like me. There's another Blazing dude in there that yeah, was supposed so to be. So, I was supposed to be in that video. Right. But when my girl found out about Madonna, I'm trying to pass shit up. So, I took her to Ruben St. Martin's back to back. And she's still crying down there. So, I ended up cutting her off. And I came back to the to the um, middle of the video, and Madonna's mad at she me. She mad so. at you. Like, you got your girl so mad at I'm Madonna. Going, you know, Madonna mad at you. So, you know what I said in the end? Fuck it. Right. Wake up. Right. I don't need none of y'all. So, I, I end up doing. You, you know, supposed to get one hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, to do it. To video. be in the video. Yeah. Now, is it crazy, man, that you're doing all this crazy shit, man, in the street, and 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 you get offered to be in the video? Well, then you feel hesitant about doing that shit. Well, I mean, you know, it's like I I was going to do it because on the strength that you know I'm trying to get out the game. Right. You know, one hundred fifty thousand mean nothing. They ain't gonna buy our bullets. You know, <laughs> they, they don't pay for our bullets. You said so they don't pay for your bullets. Nah, we don't care about the hundred fifty thousand. But my team. My family wanted me to, you know, to, to get to get with her to wash her money. To, to so, legitimize yeah, so your money. I said, okay. How much money are you worth right now, man, back then? Oh, like, back then? I don't know. Like, yeah. like, like, like 20? Like, seriously, man. Like, you talking a, about you counting it's, it's 15 few, million casually. It's a few. It's a few of us. So, you know, I'm not going to say the numbers, but we was, we, was, we, we was able to do whatever we want. So right. That's, that's, that's all I'm going to say. Right. Because I don't want to um, give a total because I don't. It'd be hard for me to estimate that anyway, but you know we trying to give her ten million a month to watch for us. You know at the time, yo. So she 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 it's crazy. You, you, you the first time you 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 and uh and and Madonna link up, she's she's hooked. Yeah, she's, she's sending you tickets to Paris. You like I'm yeah, not going tried, to Paris. She tried to get me to go to Paris. Right. Right? She's sending me her underwear and you know her her she get on the plane, take her underwear off, and send somebody. Drop the underwear off to my I, I, house. How that thing smell? It smell good. Mm. She got perfume and everything on it, and, you know. So she's a clean. Madonna, woman. You know, she's clean and yeah. everything. So you Madonna, know. Madonna's booty juice is official. Yeah, she's she's you know she's alright, but you know she's you know her, her her breast is fake, but you know at the time, but everything else was legit. She right. got nice legs. Right. She she runs. She works out. Are you bugging out though? Like yo, I'm 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 with Madonna. No, it mean nothing to me. <sighs> really. Listen, I had one time Janet tried to bring me on stage, Ooh. but I had my gun on me, so <laughs> I couldn't go on stage. Everybody laughing at me in the garden, yeah. like because everybody know me. So it's like, yo, you scared? You scared? My man was like, why you ain't going on stage? I said, man, I There's got my thing on the I got my gun on me. If, I, if, if she grabbed that and, and we danced, everybody oh, called the security. Boom, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. So I said, everybody I ain't see stage. me on stage. Ten thousand yeah, people have seen me going, on stage. I ain't going on stage. She, you fly down to Miami. She, she starts flying you around in her jet, right? Yeah, that's jet. when I started getting used to the private jets. Right. Then we started paying for it. You know, she right. did the first couple of trips. Then we start paying. How much? How flight. much is how much is a flight on a private jet, man? Oh man, it's been so long. I can't remember. Right, you right. know, I, like I said, I don't. If you got to ask how much it costs, you can't afford it. Right. So I never asked how much nothing costs. Yo, I can't imagine how much money you was getting because you can't even. 
remember how much shit costs. Nah, we don't remember prices. Right. You know, my man, my man always told me, Big D, if you can't, if you can't, if you got to ask how much it costs, you can't afford it. And right. I always talk by that because, you know, he's, he's very wise, right. you know. So you go down, she, she brings you, she introduces you to the nightlife in Miami. She introduces you to Gianni Versace. Like, like yeah. she's really introducing you to this whole situation, man, like this whole different life. And you see the light at the end of the tunnel. I could legitimize my shit. Yeah, she wanted me to buy the house in, in, um, in between her and Sylvester Stallone at the time. I mean, you know, it was it was it was great opportunities that I missed because right. I would I I, I should have just you know kept her and then I probably been better off. But you know, I just didn't want to. She wasn't my type to me to right. settle down with like that. So, do you kick yourself now? Like, every, I mean, you, I know you live by no regrets, but you ever say, "Damn, if I really like that," that was real. Like, I really could have legitimized my money. Well, it was an opportunity, right. and and you know, it's just that it was meant not meant to be. Is like I said, everything's on God. So. If he didn't will it for me, it wasn't there. So that's how I see it. So I just missed the opportunity of the sign, whatever he was trying to drop on me. But, you know, in the end, you know, um, if I had to turn back the clock, I might have did it a little different. But, I mean, I can't turn it back. So I got to And here you are today, man. Yeah, I am today. Yo, you told her, like you told her what you did, and she knew. Like she knew you was a street guy. Yeah, she knew I was a street guy. And And did you talk to her about, like, can you help me with this money? Yeah, I I told her I want to get out the game. Can you help me? And, you know. She was going. She said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about things, and she's gonna find find something, find ways to get me out." Right. So, I I, I felt that you know she was on the up and up. And then, and then eventually it was her housekeeper. Like, tell us about the housekeeper. No, I wasn't the housekeeper. But, this this is a lady called Arlene Brickman. Okay. Arlene Brickman was working for the government forever. She was a paid informant. Right. So she got a book out called Mall Girls, and she. Um, I don't know if she's dead by now, but she's an older lady. I mean, I'm not gonna say I hope she is, but right. I won't cry if she is. Right. But um, she um got it. She had a book out called Margaret's, and she was setting up all the mafia dudes and stuff like that. So she's the one that she put on me to. She was she working on Madonna. Set up. Well, Madonna. She was she was trying to get Madonna to play her in her movie Margaret's, right? And in, in, uh, the book to okay. be in the movie Margaret's. And 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 Madonna connected you with her. Madonna connected me with her. And then she's the one that set you up mm-hmm. with the feds. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about she that. He came man. to try and testify. But was she the one that set that deal up? Who's the one that set up that deal? That deal that got you busted? Arlene Britton. She set you up. Yeah. And and wow. you, you talk about the setup, man. You talk about how she was really pushing this deal yeah. to buy some, some, some coke. coke yeah. From Colombians? No, no, from Italians. From Italians. From Italians. <laughs> and everything told you this wasn't a good move. You know... It took a long time for them to get me to, to go. I, I, I went, it, I had to wait till there was a drought and my people ain't come through with nothing. So I right. said, you know, I, I, my people kept crying to me about not having nothing on the street. So I end up getting sucked into, you know, going to get this, this from strangers and stuff like that. But like I said, you know, I should have known better. And, and my, my, my man told me don't go. And I still went, you know, it's just me. I just, I don't fear nothing. So I just went and took care of it. But, um, uh, there was a setup. 30, 30 Fed agents surrounded you. 30 cars of Fed agents. Damn. It wasn't 30. They came at me like I was like Escobar. So right, right. They got me and, you know. That shit was all in the press. Yeah. And the whole night. All in the newspapers. Now, now, this is what I don't understand, Pete. Like, you, you're in trial and they offer you a plea. Mm-hmm. If you pled guilty, they would have given you four years. No, that's after this. I had two hung juries. Okay, you had two hung juries. You beat, you got. Uh, wow. Hung juries mean nobody win, nobody lose. Right, so they right. kept taking me back. 
And um, and you I, and you are you locked are you locked up because you were yeah they wouldn't give me no bail right so I went I couldn't I couldn't um get no bail and 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 um they're not going to get me to talk on uh, nobody so they would they wouldn't bulge on on the bail so my last cop out was five years but I knew if I take cop out for five what they was going to do they was going to throw the the drugs out hit me with the gun right which is cool. But then I could be charged for the drugs later on on another case, right. which cases was coming behind mine. So I had to be smart. A lot of people didn't realize that, but you know I knew they was coming with something else afterwards. So another one, my friends got knocked off later on. They 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 sent my name. Every time somebody got arrested, they sent my you name. You came, so, your name came up. So they said, you know, one midget, midget Bob from Brooklyn. He told everybody. Is a real midget? Yeah, he told everybody. Midget Bob. He told everybody on the case nine years later. On my friend's case, that um um, they was getting the cocaine for me since nineteen eighty. Damn, also they so put I had to, niggas is lying on you. So man. I had to go to his trial, right. my man D Nice's trial from Brooklyn, and I had to testify on his behalf that they lying. And I never sold him no drugs. He ain't never killed nobody. I was the tough guy, and they used to try to keep me out of trouble. And here I was facing five more years on perjury, right. but I just I just had to go out like that. So you fought the case, and they gave you. 21 years. No, they gave me 24 years, 8 months, which is like 25. Right. So I only did 21 out of it. I would have did a little bit more. I was supposed to come home in 2017, but that new law came out with right. two-point reduction, so right. I got 14 months off. So I, that's how, that's why I'm home right Yo, listen, my dude. How do you do 21 years? Day by day. You don't, you don't, you don't look at the end. You look at day by day. You stay busy. You, you stay focused, you know, and you don't, don't, get caught up with with the wrong people right. that's not trying to better themselves and you don't sit in front of BET all day so, so what I did you know I um I learned to write screenplays from the guy George Jung that came out with Blow mm-hmm. and even though you he, knew George you met Jung yeah but he's he, he ended up being a rat I didn't right. know he was a rat okay. at the time so he taught me how to write mm-hmm. so I started writing screenplays which I got some fire that you're gonna hear about okay. later on when okay. I get this movie deal so then I wrote my book and um, after I wrote my book, you know, um, oh no, let's go backtrack a minute. They was trying to get to write a book on me, offer me three hundred fifty thousand, but they was only going to give me a dollar off every book that sold after that. Mm. So I said, I'm not doing that. So I waited, and then I wrote my book. Right, and I self publisher book, right? I, yeah, and I let my cousin put it out there. How how did the book do for you, man? Oh, it's doing good, but I, I I'm giving it go all over the world with it, so that's when it's going to really do okay. You about to take a tour, take a book tour with it? Yeah, I'm gonna do everything with that. Okay, but we got you know, and and then um, so when 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 um, I I learned to write the screenplays and stuff. I put that together. I'm I was just waiting, building my time. Everybody's like, "Why are you not trying to come out with nothing yet?" Nope, not yet. I waited for the sign from God, and God told me when to come come and and do something because I was on my way home. Yo, what was the toughest part of that time, man? Um, not being home for my my kids and my mother. Right. My mother's real sick, and uh, she's in a nursing home in Long Island, and uh, and she did two beds with me, and I, I heard every day that I had to put her through all that. And uh, my kids who grew up without me, and, and you know, they beautiful children. If you've seen them, they, you would love them because they all got their own personalities, and they all going to be something. My son's into music. My other son's an actor, and my uh, my daughter's just, she's that girl. Right. And, she, and you see her, everybody, everybody talks how beautiful she is, and... and, and that's a blessing, and they still love me, and they understand what what I put them through was for them, for them too, not just for me. And I just got, I just lost, you know. Um, 
did, did cats test you in jail, man? Well, you know, you always test in the beginning, right. but, you know, after I, I put the work in and, you know, a lot of people had love for me and not only from New York, from all over. The, the snitches is really the ones that tested me because they, they, they knew I didn't like snitches and they'll come at you deep. And one time they came at me deep and in the penitentiary, but the brothers that was all over the, from all over the, um, well, first of all, they, they tried to get, come get me at nighttime. So I came outside and uh, we was night to night, but you know, the police was around. So they tabled to the next day and then they tried to come get me, you know, they was getting on me in the mess halls, about 30 of them. But when I come outside, there's about 300 dudes in the stand, but they from all over. And they was mad because I ain't come and get them right. when I had trouble because I don't go get nobody. Right. So when I came out, the brothers in the stands, they screamed on them. They said, you got a problem with you. You got a problem with us, too. So now my chest swells up again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm deep in the streets. Deep, so, deep. So, you know, you know, but I had a lot of, you know, brothers today, you right. know, all over the United States, from the West Coast, down south, Texas, everywhere they got love for me. So I get emails and phone calls every day, Facebook from all these brothers that got love for me because I, you know, I, I was, I stood up and, you know, um, there's not that many people to stand up. And even though we only 10% and then 90% of the brothers are snitches, we stronger than them because that 90% has to be broken down into 5%, 6% because they can't trust each other. They mm. can't be 90%, mm. but we could always be strong because we 10%. So that's what separates us from them. Let me ask you something, man. What does what does twenty one years do? How does that change you, man? It well, it hurt. It took a lot out of me. It, it, it messed my health up. You know, um, the police tried to poison me when I was in jail. They tried that, to poison you through yeah, food. They, yeah, they, either food or the uh, uh, blood transaction. Right. But it, it was, you know, I was so popular in the jails, and everybody, you know, they was jealous. Everybody, you know, cling to me, and I could come in the gym. And be 300 dudes get ready to go to war at each other, and I could stop the beef, you know, just by my presence. So the police didn't like that, you know, and they, the racist crackers don't like that I was somebody. So they was hating on me, So especially in Pennsylvania and West Virginia, because that's where they're And, and, and that's, that's weird. It's deep racism. And people that don't think that there's still that racism out there, they, don't they need that? to go to jail because them, them crackers teach us, treat us like we slaves and right. still in jail. So yeah. I expect. This stuff that's going on out here in the streets with the police doing all that stuff, that's that's a part of what's going on in jail. It's, it's, they don't like, they still don't like us, mm-hmm. and that's just how it is. How's your health? What was you? T- you said something about your health. Well, I'm, I'm dealing with getting my, you know, the stuff cleansing my body, so I'm getting stronger and stronger now, so I couldn't get this stuff in jail. But I recommend that everybody stop eating red meat and processed foods because mm-hmm. that's killing us. Yes. So. Yeah, stay off that 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 wheat and that, all, anything white, man. Stay off that white shit, man. Yeah. Um, so you out now, man. What what you working on? Well, you know where the book is out there, Peter Shoe Story, Life of the Party. You could go online, go on Google. Internet, I read it. I read it, which is why we're having this interview right now. Got buttons on spin soul, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, fam, I got you. Um everywhere, everywhere that you know you could go on and grim. It's been sold a lot and um it's gonna we're gonna expand it because now we got a uh, distribution going all all over the world, so it's gonna be a lot better and then my movies is being discussed when I first you came. Got, you got actual Hollywood cats talking to you about this show. Oh yes, definitely. We got Lion Gate. We got wow. uh, the the um uh, Mark, uh, Mark Bergman, Marty Bergman, Marty Bergman, that, that, yes, that directed Scarface. Marty Bergman, yes. He, we had a, meet, a dinner meeting with him. I got the pictures on my phone. We had a um, um Brett Bedell mm-hmm. that started a lot of people. He got. I worked out of his office back he, in the day. He's got. A, he's got. He's got. Damn, Brett Bedell still doing deals. 
Yeah. How old is Burt Padel? He's old. But he's, he 81? He look older. I saw him like 20 years ago. He looked older. But he's pushing He's pushing stuff for me. And then, you know. He's still wearing them crazy suits. But you had them with Versace. <laughs> yeah, crazy old school. Like Versace from the 70s, though. Yeah. yeah. My man, my man said. I got to get Bert, Bert Padel on the show, man. My, I'm going to get Bert Padel on the yeah, show. Get him on the show. Yeah, I'm going to get him on the show. But um, 50 Cent is looking at our stuff. Um, mm. I got to get with Jay-Z soon. And, nice. uh, you know, it's it's just a lot of love I'm getting out there. And, and like I said, Puffy and them did the song and put my name in it. And. You know, I got love for all the brothers because they 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 successful brothers that I knew when we was growing up, and I'm glad that they did good. And I got one I got one of my family members right here, um, ABS, and he's got this um song out now called the Bronx Anthem, and you can hear it on on um, YouTube and stuff. He's the hottest thing out there now in the Bronx, so you'll need to catch up with him. I got Kyle Dawson with me now for Murder Inc. And, and yeah, I'm just gonna say four Grammys. Do I need to say more? Mm. He got four Grammys. Um, he he he's 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 working with me now. We partners on things, and we bringing a lot of entertainment. He's he's doing he's getting ready to um, do something with Dina Howard, mm. bringing her back to life. Uh, Dina Howard, yeah, freak like me, she still look good. Yeah, he, yeah, she she's still. still look uh, good yo, I used to get that, that 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 album cover used to do something to me, man. So you know, me and Kyle's doing a lot of things together. So we <laughs> we on radio shows every day. Nice. You on the Combat Jack show today? Yeah. Let me let me ask you one question, man. I know there's a good percentage. Of my listeners that are gonna be like, yo, combat. You got this cat on your show, mm-hmm. glorifying the streets and the violence and the drugs, and they're gonna they're gonna come at me and be like, yo, what's up? Like, this, what do you say to that, man? Well, look, I'm not glorifying it. I don't, you know, the kids out there look up to the Peter shoes, the uh, the um. Rick Rosses, good brothers, you know, all good. The Jay-Zs, the Puffies. But you got to understand, right, they need to just find themselves within themselves and do things that's going to make them, right? Because in jail, you got all these dudes in BT. They want to be rappers and actors and singers. How many How many people going to do that? Get something that you really, really know you have talent to do. If you want to be a bricklayer, be the best at what you do, you know. And But like I tell everybody, the, way, the, the reason the kids is coming out here now unbalanced because the parents right got to get them back into religion i don't care what religion you into you got to learn what the bible the quran and stuff saying because they all say the same thing about love and respect and stuff so if you get your kids into that they won't do it as bad as they was doing when it comes to when they come to show me the bird padel picture yeah yeah they, when, it, when it comes when it comes to um you know um going out there just taking somebody's life Mm. Over something stupid, you know, you get more of a of a blessing and a good feeling. Try it just one day. Go out there, help an old lady up the steps, feed somebody that needs food, talk to one of them child children that have been child molested, and, and, and be there for them. When you go home, the feeling you get is so much better than going out there shooting somebody over something stupid, mm. you know. So I don't want nobody to be like me. Right, right. I want you to be like yourself. Any regrets, man? Any regrets from that shit, man? But before I get to the regrets, yeah. but if you get caught doing something, don't tell on nobody. Mm. Just take your weight and go in there and do your time. You know what I'm saying? Because my son, my son in in Atlanta, he got caught on the case. When he went, when he got, when they brought him in, he said something that made me so proud of him. I, I, I wanted to cry because he said they tried to get him to tell. He said, "Man, we don't tell in my family." Mm. He said, "I don't care what you do." He said, "My father don't tell. He's doing 25 years." 
Peter Shoe. So they didn't know who I was down there. So he said, and I'm going to, I don't care what y'all do to me. I'm going to end up being with him anyway, even though he's going to get a state case. It was a gun case. Right, right. So he's I, all right now. Yeah. He's, he's home now, but yeah. he just made me proud of him. So proud of him that he followed my formula, even though I wasn't there to teach him the right, formula. Right, 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 right. Now, do Are I you have, upset that he's fo- trying to follow your footsteps, though? No, because now he's back on the right track. He's doing yeah, acting. Nice. You know, he got caught up in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't, you know, like me, I was embedded in that type of life. He was just one-night thing. You know how yeah. you do a one-night stupid Mistake, thing? And, did stupid and you know, Yeah, so he did something dumb. Yeah. But as my regrets, the regrets is, you know, that, you know, I didn't um, be here for my kids. I didn't be, I wasn't here for, for my mother like I should have been. And, you know, you know, I, I hate that she's in the nursing home right now. And I'm, I'm in the process. I'm going to get out of that nursing home if I could get her a little bit healthier. So, you know, so um, all my all my goals is to build, get my people back the way they're supposed to be. And not just my immediate family, my close friends that that's in jail or, or doing bad. I want to get them back, right? And the 10%, the brothers that I did time with are in the street that didn't tell and, and just need a, a boost. I'm going to get everybody back to where they're comfortable because, you know, New York is us. And I felt I was the king of New York. Mm. You know, a lot of people thought I was. Yeah, I was from 88 to 95. Mm. But I felt they took my title like they took Mike's, Mm. and I want my title back. Mm. So, Mm. But I want it back in a legit way now to where I'm helping people, and we we so strong legally that, you know, the crackers can't mess with us no Mm. more. You you come home to money, man? Well— we doing something. That's good, all I was saying. Good, 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 good. You know, we doing something. <laughs> good. But the whole thing is, I'm just, again, want to give a shout out to all the people that supported me, all the people that, uh, that's that been, since I came home, that came to make sure I was right, like Craze and McKenzie and Bam. All these brothers came right to me and, and Audi Rob. All of them came to me right when I got home. And these are the brothers that, you know, show their love to me. And I and I got love for them for showing me their love. And I'm out there in Divine. So, you know, but... You're gonna see, you're gonna hear a lot of things going on now because me, you know, our team is is really really nice. You know, it's crazy. And me and Kyle Dawson's gonna do a lot together. Okay. And you when, like I tell everybody when you you walk outside and your buildings the buildings shaking, don't think it's an earthquake. <laughs> don't think it's ISIS. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, it ain't the World Trade again. It's us coming through it's, it's because y'all. we coming through. We coming through hard. Yeah. Last question, man. Why why do you think Madonna would set you up, man? Um, you know, because I didn't give her what she wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and which, even which though was what? which was what, man, she wanted that commitment. Mm-hmm. She wanted to have a child by me. When I used to make love to her, she put her legs up, want the stuff to drop down in her so she could get pregnant. Oh, mm-hmm. So you know, that's how she committed she was to that. And you know, you, Madonna's a, Madonna's a woman just like any yeah. other woman. If you scorn them, they'll do dumb things. Right. I done seen um um I girls have no fury. Girls will call their police on you, and then regret it after they do it. You know. And no, it say he's got a, so a she gun was, in so Madonna, Madonna was scorned. Yeah, at that time, right, I right. think so. And I don't, I don't have no regrets over have her. Have you spoken to her since? No, she wouldn't talk to me. Right, right. Because she set me up. But right. if you could speak to her, what would you tell her, man? Um, you know, God forgave right. me, so I got to forgive her. Right. Now, would I hang out with her? No, no, no I wouldn't do that. I, that that would look crazy. No, I wouldn't. That, that would look corny, Peter. <laughs> but that, I, that would look so corny I, I, right I, now. I forgive her because God forgave me, right, and right. you know, and and if you don't, if if you don't follow the Lord's way, then you ain't going to have no good luck. And so you got to have that faith. And when I first went to jail, 
I want to. I want to tell out the frame. So really, and, was you trying to? Was you trying to put that 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 paper on her head? Man, I wish <laughs> I could. And the guys that came to trial, there was a couple of guys, suckers that came to trial and told on me too. I would have got them too. Right. But I don't. You know, I don't have no. Have you uh, forgiven everybody that 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 that, that got you? In yeah, I, I know where they are. I know right. where Rodney Stokes is. He oh. was, aka Little Man, aka Kareem. He was one. Uh, Yousef or whatever. He's one of the people that told on me. I know where Eric Barber is from Baltimore, Maryland. He's one of the people that told on me. I don't care about them no more. Just don't come around me. I don't uh-huh. want to. What about what about Midget again. Bob? Midget. Well, Midget Bob didn't get me indicted. Right, okay, but he's still a snake. Right, right. But I don't care about him. Right. I don't. All them dudes that told, they got to live with that. Yeah. They got to deal. You know, they within themselves because a lot of dudes that told, they you know they going through hell because dudes don't respect them no more. I think Midget Bob is a snake. Snakes is calling him Midget Bob. <laughs> yeah. But he, you know, he, he and he they say he's still out there in Brooklyn. Yeah. So. I don't know, you know, um, how they do this. You know, that's what kills me. Before you cut me off, this is what I want to tell you. Yes, sir. The question I, that bothers me is, how do these all these snitches that come home, they get movie deals, people give them money and stuff like that. The stand-up dudes come home, they we don't get nothing. You know what it is, We got to grind. Y'all really live that life, man, and y'all really need, know the code. Like I said, I don't know nothing about that. So yeah. I, I, I got to take what somebody says at face value. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. When, he, when these cats is talking to me, if they snitches or if they... Re- I mean, I'm understanding your story. You definitely held it down. Mm. But a lot of us don't know. A lot of us that don't know that code don't know these niggas, Well, man. look at all the movies that came out. The Black Mask, mm-hmm. snitch. Mm-hmm. Frank Lucas, mm-hmm. snitch. Paid in full, snitches. Mm-hmm. Except for, um, what's his name? It's Porter, good yes. man. Yes. Great man. Mm-hmm. Um, am I missing anybody? Any movies? Any of the movies, ABS? There's, there's, there, you know... All these movies are about Goodfellas. Goodfellas. All these movies are about snitches. You got so many guys that you could give do movies over. Forget me. Don't even. You ain't even got to mention me because everybody Donnie says Brasco. Everybody says I was in the top five of, of, of gangsters all time in New York. Mm. I don't believe that. But if that's what y'all want to say. Run with it. Yes, sir. But you got you got. I know good guys in jail, right? That's that's. I, I, I want to give praises to them and hope they they catch a break because they they got life. But Guy Fisher, Guy Fisher is a great man. Guy Fisher had a piece of the parlor at one time. People mm-hmm. don't even know that. Underwood, Bill Underwood had yes. New Edition, mm-hmm. Slave, and yeah. somebody else. Mm-hmm. I know his, I know his daughter's really working to get him out because who, of— Who, Guy or Underwood? Uh, Underwood. Underwood is a great man. He's mm-hmm. in Raybrook. Yeah, he's in Raybrook now. But they all did time with me. they all great men. they all stand-up dudes. And if I could do anything for them, I would do. There you go. You see what I'm saying? Listen, Peter, man, I, I really appreciate you coming down here, man, and, and, and sharing your story. Internets, um, Peter Shue, The Life of the Party, his book is is available online. I, I, I purchased it on, 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 you know, iTunes. I mean, on, on what is it, iTunes? I bought it on, I have it on the app. iBooks. iTunes Store. I got whatever. it, iTunes Apple, Store. It's Get, all everywhere. Google it's a, Play. It's an interesting story, man. If 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 the life of... Everybody reads it, loves it. Yeah, if, if the life of, you know, the, the old New York from the 80s and the 90s, uh, attracts you to nightlife and the celebrities, man. That's definitely what you need to pick up. Yo, Peter, man, I'm glad you're back home, man. God bless you. Man. You know, continue doing the thing, man, and inspiring people, man. And I thank you for having me on. And anytime, yes, I'm one phone call away. You need me to come down here for anything, I'll be there because thank I want to see, I would, I want to see your show go to the moon because it's a great show and I, it was a, one of my best interviews and it's my privilege to be here. And thank God you. God bless you too. Oh, before I forget, man, definitely a big, Shout out to my dude Salim. 
from D.C. who hooked us up. Okay, peace so I really God, appreciate peace, God. peace, God. Uh, peaceful. Was it peaceful, Lord? Peaceful? Lord, Lord underscore peaceful. First, of all, first he was Lord peaceful. Isn't he now Lord observant? Was he, he was Lord observant. Now he's Lord peaceful. Lord's yo, yo, peace, Salim. I definitely appreciate it. Yo, King, man, we got our first episode of 2016 in the can. I'm like ready I to told go. you niggas, man. Ready to go. I'm a mean. This is the mean combat jack right now. Fuck y'all. That's right. I hate all of y'all. That's right. Unless y'all really give us love. They're going to like this Don't forget Sean Penn. Give a Sean shout Penn, out to Sean, Sean Penn. Penn. Sean Penn, I'm about to see him tomorrow. Yeah. But like, yo, man, like we, we here. It's 2016. It's only the beginning. Started off with Peter Shue. Yep. King, what we, what we doing? Listen, man, we, we going, man. Let's go. And before we go, you better get me back on there once I get this movie contract. Yes, sir. Oh. Right? We'll definitely have you on. And internets, like you know what it is, man. Dream those dreams. Then glow up and live those dreams. Because a life without dreams is black and white and the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound. Hey, yo, internets, this portion of the Combat Jack Show is sponsored by Squarespace. Let me tell you something. I know I sound like a hypocrite because the CombatJackShow.com website is down. But trust me, I'm on Squarespace every night trying to build this formula for the most kick-ass website that you will be so jealous of. It's so easy using Squarespace. Sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill level. You can be an idiot. No coding required. It's intuitive and has easy-to-use tools. You'll get a free domain if you sign up for a year. Please start your year free trial today at Squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the promo code COMBAT, C-O-M-B-A-T, to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Numenati! This episode of the Combat Jack Show was produced by Jonathan Menner, executive produced by A. King and Chris Morrow, engineered by Samir Karan and recorded in the Engine Room Audio Studio in downtown Manhattan. This is an official Loudspeakers Network's production. What up? This is Quip Smith from the West Coast. Just want to say much love to Combat Jack, Combat Jack Show. Keep up the good work. Y'all had a great 2015. Keep raising the bar, and we appreciate that. Appreciate it on the commutes, and that's about it. Hey. Yo, what up, Combat? It's Matt Kelly checking in from San Francisco. I just want to say I love the show. I listen to you guys. I drive to Sacramento all the time, back and forth between San Francisco and Sacramento, so I always listen to your shows. The only gripe I got is who the fuck is doing your audio on some of these shows. It'll be so quiet, and I'll turn my shit up. Then all of a sudden, Combat comes in, blah, Yelling on the whole shit fucking blows my whole system out. It's lit. Yo, Combat Jack, keep building what you're doing, brother. We love the show out here in South Carolina. Town Day Joe, we always respect the game. We respect the culture. We respect the insight that you're bearing. Um, we're looking to see Damon Dash on there one more time. <laughs> I think he's by far the best guest. Uh, but keep doing your thing, man.